Hello my loves and welcome to this week's episode. So for this week I want to chat to you about how to navigate and cope with life as an empath. Now I believe that when I put content out there it attracts people who are very similar to me and I am a huge empath to the point that in crowds I can physically feel the mix of emotions of everyone's emotions and energies around me. So like last week I went to the hospital and wow just being in that busy environment full of people experiencing such a range of emotions like there'll be people there that have just given birth to their first child Um, there'll be people there that are really sick there'll be people there that have just lost their loved ones and being in that energy of such a mix of emotions it physically drained me. When I got back, I had a migraine. I felt ridiculously tired. Like I could just feel it within me. So I trust that so many of you are listening will also be highly sensitive empaths just like me. And not only that, but from what I've seen, a lot of people that are empaths are actually also on the spiritual path. So it's not unusual to be a spiritual person and also be an empath. So I trust and I know that this episode will relate to a lot of you. So an empath is someone that is highly sensitive and attuned to the feelings and the emotions of those around them to the point that we often take on the feelings of others on a deep emotional level. And I know there are so many quizzes and tests out there to investigate whether or not you're an empath, but I think it's one of those things where you just know it within yourself because of how you feel. It's like something awful will happen to someone and those in my life they'll empathize and they'll understand the sadness of the situation and they can put themselves in that person's situation but I will physically feel it within every part of my body and I think if you don't have the right practices and techniques in place this can be so so draining it's like you're allowing other people's life situations and emotions to affect you because you're just taking it all on So if you really want to figure out whether or not you're an empath, you're just not sure, maybe ask yourself these questions. Do you find yourself taking on the stress or worry of others? Have you been told that you're too sensitive in the past? Do you often feel overwhelmed in crowded spaces or if you're around too many people for too long? And would other people describe you as empathetic? If your answer is yes to all or most of those questions, then yes, you're probably a super sensitive soul and empath. And empathy is one of those things where it can either be your greatest superpower or your greatest weakness. For me, in my interpersonal relationships and within the work that I do as a therapist and a coach, my deep empathy, it allows me to connect with people on a different level and often read between the lines of what people are saying. So I can have a client sat in front of me and I'm not just listening to what they're saying. I'm listening to their body language. I'm listening to everything between the lines. So their body language, the tone of their voice, where they're looking. I can easily recognize certain patterns in their life, like the thought patterns, the relational patterns. I see it all and I feel it all. Even the way that they talk about themselves and those around them and how they express their emotions. I can read it all without them saying a single word a lot of the time. But all of that being said, empathy can also be a massive inconvenience in day-to-day life. As, like I said, you can often feel ridiculously drained or find it hard to find time for yourself. 
but this is only the case if you don't have the correct practices in place to keep you grounded and also keep your energy protected from everything going on around you. As an empath, it's important to learn how to protect and separate yourself from the outside world so that you're not constantly overwhelmed, so you can allow yourself time to breathe, heal, and actually experience your own emotions rather than all of the ones that you're taking on from other people. So the first thing that I would say to navigate life as an empath is to reflect on who or what causes you to feel drained or overwhelmed. Obviously, when you're in a crowded place, the emotions of everyone around you can be overwhelming. But is there anyone within your life that you notice yourself feeling extremely tired or drained when you're around them? When you spend time with them, you can't wait to get home and be in your own energy. If so, I'm not telling you to cut this person off at all. Only do that if you feel the need to. But just be mindful about how much time you spend with this person. Or maybe put in place some grounding practices to do alone before you go into a situation where you're interacting with them. And also consider putting in some boundaries, which we'll talk about in a second, but put in some boundaries if you feel the need to. And then not only notice the people that drain your energy, but I want you to notice the people in your life that uplift your energy. So the people that when you leave them, you're like, oh, that was incredible. I feel great. I feel uplifted. I feel energized. I want you to notice those people too, because they're just as important at navigating our lives and who we want to spend time with. And I want you to prioritize spending time with these people that make you feel good. But the people that don't make you feel so good, I want you to sort of reflect on that and assess what you're going to do from there. So like I just said, the second piece of advice is to determine healthy boundaries and stick to them. The process of putting boundaries in place is often one of the most effective and loving ways of putting yourself first. Kindly say no if you don't feel like meeting up with this person and feel free to express how you feel and tell them that you need a little bit of space and they should respect that if they understand your reasoning. If they don't respect this, then take that on board and act accordingly as to whether you want them in your life, how much time you want to spend with them. But also, if you feel that the best thing you can do for yourself is to end your relationship with this person, then do that. Trust your gut feeling. If your gut is telling you, I no longer want to be around this person, then please listen to that. But I'm not just telling you to mindlessly cut people off. I think just be mindful about it. If they're draining you to a certain extent and you've addressed how you feel around them and they're not respecting your boundaries when you say you want time away, then them not respecting your boundaries, I think that's a clear sign that this is exactly why those boundaries are needed. If the boundaries aren't respected, then you remove yourself from that situation if possible. I know it can be difficult if it's family or maybe someone you live with, but let's say that it's a friend that's just not respecting your boundaries at all, please remove yourself from the situation. You're not responsible for how people respond to your boundaries. It's on you to decide what you do and don't want in your life. And I guess other people have just got to respect that. So you put the boundaries in place, you address how you feel, and you tell them what you need. So if you need a little bit more time away from them and you don't want to meet up every week, let's say, then they should respect that. And if they don't, then you just let that connection drift away. My third tip is to journal. I don't think I've ever given advice on this podcast without mentioning journaling. And it is because it is extremely powerful. 
So when it comes to empathy, I want you to journal to explore your feelings. So grab a journal when you feel emotionally overwhelmed and write about exactly what you're feeling, where in your body you're feeling it and why it's affected you so much. So give the emotion a name. Is it sadness? Is it overwhelm? Is it anxiety? Locate where in your body you're feeling that emotion and analyse why it's causing such an emotional reaction within you. When we feel such intense emotions, it's often helpful to identify and get to know the emotions rather than simply being burdened by the feeling of them. So we can go around and we can take on all of these emotions of other people and half of the time we're so overwhelmed we've got no idea what emotions we're actually feeling, we're just picking it all up. So I want you to get in touch with those emotions, identify them, feel in your body where that emotion is stored. Also, is it simply you being an empath and feeling all the emotions of others or is it something triggering you in your own life? Or maybe it's an emotion you've picked up from someone else and it's triggering something within you. So always investigate and identify your emotions and the underlying reason as to why you're overwhelmed and upset. And a lot of the time when you do this investigation, the underlying issue might just surprise you. The fourth practice that I recommend is grounding. So whether that's spending time in nature or meditating, the point of grounding is to experience what it's like to be truly present within your own body without the mind, the ego or the emotions of those around you. The peace that can be found when you're just alone and your mind is quiet as an empath, it is extremely refreshing. It's giving you a break from your mind and the external world. Just take that time to turn off your mind and be present with your true self and just allow yourself a little bit of grounding time, coming back to your own body and just leave the mind behind a little bit. And meditating is so, so powerful for this. Just allow yourself that time with yourself. The fifth practice or outlook that I want to talk about is practicing the intention of observing rather than absorbing. Now, if you're an empath, you're likely a very compassionate person and maybe you've pursued a job that is um, one that offers a lot of care and compassion. So maybe you're a midwife, maybe you're a nurse, maybe you're a therapist, a carer, this is highly important. So you want to offer people the compassion and the love and you want to look after people. But a lot of the time, because of your nature as an empath, you go home taking on the emotions of the people you've worked with that day. And this intention has served me so well as both a coach and as a therapist. So what I want you to do is set the intention to observe what's going on around you rather than absorbing it as your own. Now, this is much easier said than done and it often takes a lot of practice. But in these situations, set the boundary or the intention within your mind. I will observe and empathize and do what I can to help, but I will not take on these emotions as my own, as they are not my own. I will not allow my mind to identify with the pain of another because your mind is taking on the pain that another person is feeling. So we need to set that intention that we're not going to do that. And once you practice this, it will get easier, but obviously this will be easier in some situations and harder in others. 
especially if another person's emotion or situation is triggering something within you and your life. But this one is all about allowing the mind to step in first with the intention and that boundary before your body mirrors the emotions of another. I often say don't let the mind lead, but in this situation, when there needs to be a boundary or an intention set, let your mind lead with that intention. The next thing is to make time for self-care. So make yourself a priority. Taking on the emotions of others is extremely draining and can honestly make you feel like you've lost yourself in that process. So I want you to set time aside each week to spend time looking after your soul and your well-being. Whether it's through a salt bath, a face mask, or just reading a book or enjoying one of your favorite hobbies, it's so important to take that time for yourself on a physical, emotional, and spiritual level. And the final thing that I would recommend is to seek out coaching or therapy if you're in a position to do so. So as a therapist myself, I can tell you that there is often a reason that someone is an empath. Maybe they experienced a particular childhood trauma that meant that they constantly had to be on high alert and aware of the emotions of their parents. So to this day, they're constantly hyper aware and they're still in that fight or flight mode and they're super sensitive to everything going on around them. In working with a therapist, you can explore why you are this way and also gain some effective coping techniques along the way to equip you in being an empath. I do currently have space for person-centered psychotherapy at the minute. So if you'd like to work with me personally, then feel free to drop me an email um, on hannahlouisecoach at gmail.com or simply DM me on Instagram at hannahlouisecoach. But those are the probably the main things that I would strongly advise when navigating your life as an empath. And another little trick that I want to add in if you're quite a visual person is before you leave the house or interact with others, I want you to visualize and feel a white light protecting your whole body from outside energies. And really feel the warmth of that energy and that light on your skin. And within that visualization, set the intention that this light is acting as a protection of my own energy. So if you feel you're an empath, I'd love for you to try this out and some of the other practices that I've given in this week's episode. And just let me know how you get on and how you're navigating life as an empath. I know that being an empath makes the world constantly feel so intense. It's full of highs and lows. And trust me when I say on a personal level, I can understand how draining this is. But I promise you that with these techniques, they will help you an awful lot if you implement them regularly. And you can reach a point where your empathy has gone from being a complete burden on your life to being your greatest superpower. So if you've enjoyed today's episode, I'd be extremely grateful if you could leave me a review either on Spotify or Apple. And feel free to share this episode with another empath that you know could really find it beneficial. But thank you so, so much for listening. And I'll be back with another episode next week.